Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Larry. That's right, because we're doing an evening podcast. It's the evening, <laughs> and it's and it's quite late in the evening. It's quite yes, yes. It is it is late. It is late. <laughs> <laughs> and our and our Avenger comes upon us. No, that's not how it goes. I don't know. Anyway, um, my friend, we're going to do uh, Hebrews two tonight. We are. We are. Um, it comes just before three. <laughs> And, and right, right after one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost like a Hebrews 1, 2, 3 sandwich. <laughs> and it would almost be that, except this is still a continuation of the angel stuff. Oh, From okay. chapter 1. Look at you go. Nice segue. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, we, we could jump right in. You could read those first few ch- verses and we could go for it. Done deal. Therefore, starting at verse 1, of course. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or obedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by Gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Oh man, like everything else, you can see how people spend, you know, whole sermons on single verses here, right? Oh, for sure. And as we always say, we will not. We will, <laughs> we'll, we will not fall into that trap. <laughs> we, will, we will not give... We will not fall into the trap of giving useful information. <laughs> we refuse to learn anything from this experience. No, that's right. Why would we want to do that? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So he says, let, now, this, this, what he says here, he's going to say at least three times in this book. Hmm. He's at least going to say it here, um, again in 6 and again in 10, and kind of allude to this uh, probably in a couple of other places, but there are three these three solid places where he dives right in and says, do not drift away. Hmm. Do not drift away from the salvation that you have. Right? So let's pay close attention to what's being said here. He said the message from the angels was reliable and every transgression received a just retribution. Now this message from the angels, we can't be 100% sure what he's talking about, Hmm. Hmm. but we're pretty sure that he's he's re- this is a reference to Moses receiving the message. Oh, okay. Uh, on Sinai, when remember he got it first, and then he went down and and broke the tablets, and he had to go back. Yeah. They think there was there was some kind of angelic intervention okay. with that. Okay. So so that's that's there could be other places as well in other things, but that's kind of the main one that the commentators will want to point to. Okay, and it's not a reference so, to the apocrypha or anything like that, is it? Would. This is not, no. Okay, okay, I was not just that, curious. Not that I know of. I was just curious, no, I was just curious. Yep, it could be, it could be there, um, but I don't, but I'm not sure, right? Yeah, no worries. Let me just have a look here, what does it say? Uh, message spoken by angels was a law given to Moses at Sinai. So that's what the commentators say. Okay, <laughs> well, we're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll stay with that for now. Yeah. It could be other places as well, but we know. So the point is, if the angels gave them a message... And and they didn't follow it, but they were they were uh, swallowed up. Do you remember when Moses came down? They were dancing around, and, and God judged them there. Yeah, remember around the golden calf. Yeah, and um, and 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 then there were the other places where they disobeyed Moses, and God swallowed them up. 
So, so those are the kind of things. And he says, they did not escape. Even though they had received the word of God, when they didn't follow it, they, they uh, did not escape. Yep. What's going to happen to us, he yep. says, if after Jesus came, how, how are we going to escape if we neglect right. this great salvation? Yeah. If one far, now, this is a, huh? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if one far greater than Moses came, that kind of thinking, right? Oh, yeah, and that's next chapter. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't jump ahead. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Steve. Stay in your lane. <laughs> so he says, it was declared first by the Lord and tested by those who heard. And then he says, of course, we've, we've got the witness to us has been signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. And if you're Pentecostal, you, you, you jump all over this. You love this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we've, and the signs and wonders, of course, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because we've experienced that stuff, and I'm sorry, I'll stop interrupting. Oh, yes, no, yes, um, that's what we would say, that because we've experienced that stuff. Okay. And and we also know in the New Testament there were there were all of these different things, right? There were signs and the wonders and miracles. We would, we would classify signs, wonders, and miracles all as miracles, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And gifts of the Holy Spirit are, are when people, you know, prophecy, tongues, mm -hmm. Uh, you know all those kind of things. There, there are there are many, many gifts of the Holy Spirit, right? Right. Okay. And so, the founder of salvation. Okay. For it is not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. So he starts off by saying, um, he, this is Psalm, the, the, the quote is Psalm 8. And, you know, what is man that you're mindful of him? You made him little lower than the angels. and You'll crown him with glory and honor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the, the son of man here, um, you notice that I don't think in the Psalms you would pick up son of man as being Jesus. Because, of course, Jesus hadn't come. The Messiah hadn't come. Right. But, but after the fact, the New Testament writers looked back on the Psalms and, and they would use the Psalms. They'd use everything, right, to right. point to Jesus. right. And and they would they would pick up these Old Testament verses and point them to Jesus. Um, it's interesting. I love I love, and other others won't say this, but he says it has been testified somewhere. And then he quotes this thing from the Psalms, right? <laughs> and and most of the authors, like the authors that I read, they'll say things like, "Well, it's because it was so it was such a, a well used Psalm and such an obvious Psalm <laughs> that." that he just gave it right without without referring it right but i see it a little differently i think he's just he just remembers something and he goes yeah you know like somewhere in the bible it says this <laughs> and then he throws it in there right or she throws it in there or uh, by our new term z z throws it in there <laughs> if, I, if i can use that appropriately um just to say you know i've got this i've got this quote don't know where it comes from that happens a few times in mm -hmm. Scripture, mm -hmm. and um, it's really—it's it, almost more important to me that 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 they do this kind of thing. Um, there's another place where they say it was written somewhere, and 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 another one where actually I think he says Zachariah, and it's actually found in Isaiah or mm -hmm. vice versa. 
Mm-hmm. And, and see, now I'm starting to do the same kind of thing. <laughs> but it gives oh, us but, hope too, right? Like, yeah, yeah um, well, we do. The, you and I do that, right? Right. We, we pull stuff out of the Bible and say, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> cleanliness is next to godliness. You know, that's, <laughs> it's, that's, it's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere back there. It's somewhere <laughs> in there. <laughs> and I think that's what the author has done, yeah. which I love. I love that because because this is inspired scripture, and yeah. and they're a little looser than. Yeah. Than we would like them to be. <laughs> that's a that's an awesome point. Yeah. And then of course it's about Jesus being lower than the angels for a little while, but not always lower, right? Yeah. And then he he goes on just to clarify that. Verse nine. But we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, in case you were wondering who it was. Yeah. And now he's crowned with glory and honor. And he suffered death so that the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Now, this part I want to be a little clear on when it says so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone is um, is because he actually died. Right. Right. Jesus died. Now, they can say taste death because he, he came back after three days into yeah. his resurrection. Yeah. Right? yeah, makes sense. Right. So but tasting of death meant that he died. And the reason I want to make it really clear here is because when we get to chapter 6, they're going to talk about those who tasted of salvation and mm. turned their back on God would could not be renewed, which is a really problematic passage. Yes. But but there are those who say, well they tasted of salvation, that means they didn't they weren't really saved. They weren't really Christians. Yeah. Right? Because they use the word taste, but they also use the word taste here. And we're pretty sure that Jesus really died. <laughs> so to be and consistent, we're going to run consistent. into a problem, aren't we? <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to teach you, um, or I'm going to teach, or I'm going to teach you. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I think. But I'm going to have just as many problems with what I think as with those that believe that you can't lose your salvation. Ah, okay. I'm, I'm going to be just as trapped in that verse as they are. Yeah. Yeah. And and we'll enjoy that. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Verse 10. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through, the, through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell you your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Since therefore... Yeah, you might as well finish it. Okay, yeah. Since therefore the children share in in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook partook of the same things, that though death he might... That through death... Oh gosh, I'm having trouble reading tonight. You were doing very well. I was doing good, and then it, uh, you know, it just fell off the cliff. Uh, That through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those through the fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Yeah. So then then he comes and then he he just brings the whole thing around, of course, and he says, 
This, this is all about Jesus. It was Jesus who came. It was Jesus who brought many, many people to glory, right? right. Many sons to glory. He's the foundation, found, founder, sorry, he's the founder of our salvation, right? And, yep. Um, yep. and that's why he's not ashamed to call them brothers, hmm. right? And then it goes on and it gives a quote from Psalm 22, hmm. 2222, actually, <laughs> in the year 2222. Um <laughs> And behold, I am the children that I am the, the children that God has given me. Therefore, he says, um, the the children share in the flesh and blood. He himself partook of the same things. Now, this is kind of important because it just says that Jesus became flesh and blood. Yeah. And remember, that would be an issue in the 60s. Not, not so much in the 60s, but it would be a little bit of an issue by then because that whole docetism idea was coming through right. where Jesus only appeared to be a man, right. that Jesus wasn't really a person. He wasn't really flesh and blood. He just appeared to be flesh and blood, right? right? right. Which, had, which, brought either, um, um, which brought either ideas of, of you can do anything you want with the body or you had to stay perfectly pure with the body. And people, people were divided on which way to go with how we should live. Right. Right. And so that's what he was saying here. And then, so Jesus actually came in flesh and blood, um, and that through his death, he destroyed the power of the devil. Hmm. So remember, on the cross is the beginning of the end times. That's mm -hmm. the last days. Yep. And it's on the cross that Jesus, Jesus once and for all, broke the power of the devil. Right, right. Which is kind of neat, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the devil still... When you're reading Revelation, the devil still is trying to do stuff on the earth, and he's um, he's still. I can say he there for the devil. I don't have to say he she, yeah. or z z is what we're using now, um, which I really like by the way. Z z works. They they've given me four or five different options here, or three three options, and z is the one I like the best. <laughs> I'll take z. Z I'll take z for two hundred, please. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, but I, but I don't know if if our audience knows enough about this to. Since, since I just read it for the first time last week from the government of the Northwest Territories. Yeah, yeah. for those of us that have to deal in higher ed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This, this, this is our reality. <laughs> this is part of our reality, yeah. Um, for surely the angels is not who he helps. He, for surely he didn't come to help the angels, but the sons of Abraham. Right. Remember, Jewish audience, who are you helping? You're helping people. Who are people? They're the sons of Abraham. Right, right. And you can sing that song, you know, Father Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it means both. It means both the Isaac and Ishmael at this point, then too, right? I mean, I, I would say I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know where you're going with that. But. <laughs> oh, just, just that it's the offspring of, rather than to say, you know, um, the nation of Israel, or you know, be very specific. He said the offspring of Abraham. And to take that next. Oh, I, you know, I don't know if he means the outside of Israel oh, okay. itself. Okay. Or, or the person writing. Okay. That's very interesting. Now, they were, of course, always saying, yeah, no, I think you might be right, because they were always pushing that that Gentiles and Jews come together under Christ, hmm. right? And they were they were doing that in all those different ways, right? You know, the engrafted in, in vine, journey theology in the yep. book of Acts, yep. um, Revelation talking about Israel and the church as one thing. And maybe, maybe by by just saying the offspring of Abraham, rather than tying it down to the offspring of Jacob of Israel, yeah, maybe it is. I like it, Steve. Okay. I haven't thought about it okay. before. It, it could be it could be nothing. I, I was going to use other words like 
poop, but I don't think poop's the right word. There. No, no, no. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I actually, when I read Offspring of Israel, of, of Abraham, I actually thought it was tying it to his Israeli audience. Mm. But, um, but let's, let's, let's broaden it as we can. Yeah. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect. So he might be a merciful and faithful high priest. Mm. He, so he became like his brothers in every respect, meaning he became completely human. Yeah. Right? And, and he's going to make propitiation. Propitiation is a theological term. Oh, I should have, I should have um, forgot the Greek word for it now. But anyway, propitiation means to stand in place of. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's call it propitiosos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it sounds like a mafia term to me all the time when you say it that way. Um, but do you remember in in Romans, there's a place where the Catholics will translate it expiation, and the Protestants will translate it um, propitiation. Okay. Because expiation means to totally remove. Propitiation means to cover, to cover over. To, okay. And so so he covered over the sins of the people. And so maybe if we read it in a Catholic Bible, this might be translated expiation as well. Mm. For because he himself suffered, he was tempted, and was tempted, he's able to help those who are tempted. Now, I don't know that he needed to be, but the author seems to say that. Yeah. Jesus was tempted in all ways the same as us, remember? Yeah. Um, Satan tempted him. Um, he fasted for 40 days. He had those strong, strong temptations of Satan. And finally, using Scripture, he defeated yeah. Satan at yeah. that time, yeah. and then he went to his death. And that's what he's saying, and he said, and and he is saying very clearly, he did not do this for angels. He didn't do it for the unicorns. He did it for people. I just read a thing. It's, it's the two unicorns sitting together, and um, and she's saying to him, he's saying, oh look, it looks like there's going to be a big storm, and she's saying, oh it's a good thing we're in the house instead of instead of out in that boat on a cruise with that whack job Noah. <laughs> Nice. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. I just love that she called him that whack job Noah. <laughs> well, because yeah, I'm sure there's people like. So let me get this straight. You're going to build a boat and take two of their. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Yeah. So, so his whole point here, and this is the the ongoing point. Jesus, Jesus was greater than the angels. Yeah. He did more for us. For, for Christianity, for Christians, for, for Jewish Christians, than the angels could have done. God did not do this for angels. He did it for people. Yeah. I like how you brought up two, two key things in this passage, Larry. One is that he was fully human, right? He took on flesh. He, and then, you know, because he was tempted in every way and, and was alive and was tempted. And then you, and when you emphasize that thought that he tasted death and what that actually meant is it meant he actually died. We, you know, again, this is the author kind of inserting salvation one, you know, salvation and the gospel message again, once more in front of his audience going, hello, this is, this is the Jesus that you serve. Yes. And we share that with him. Yeah. You know, so when, when our loved ones pass away, there, there's a solid hope in that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, my friend. That was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And if you'd like any more stories about uh, about Hebrews, come back next week. And we might even oh. include a story about, who knows, a unicorn. <laughs> or or Steve will say things that are pretty, 
probably not really all that profound. But anyway, <laughs> we'll at least be back next week. And we're sure thankful that you join us every week here on the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He's Larry. This was the Apocalypse Podcast.